Welcome to the College Scoops podcast. I'm your host, Moira McCullough, and today we are talking with Laura Fortner, founder of Higher Edge, a career accelerator program for high school and college students. I really had a front row seat seeing all the ways that young people were coming into their internships and first jobs after graduation. And, and over time, I could see the ways that they were coming in completely prepared and a lot of the areas where they really were lacking in skills and exposure just because they hadn't had as much work experience. And the students today have less work experience than you know, their peers even you know, 10 or 20 years ago. This is the College Scoops Podcast, and I'm your host, Moira McCullough. We focus on everything college-related, from the admissions process to where to eat, stay, and explore on and around campuses. Our guests include founders, educators, authors, and experts in the college space. Join us as these experts share their knowledge, experiences, and lessons learned to help you have stress-free, informative, and tasty college journeys. Whether it's your first or last child going to college, or you're just interested in going to a college town for a game or meal, we've got you covered. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the College Scoops podcast to get the inside scoops on everything college-related, and leave us a review. Thanks to all of our sponsors, partners, and the entire College Scoops ambassador team for helping us bring valuable content to our community. If you would like to support College Scoops as a sponsor, please head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash college scoops and sign up as a sustaining listener, insider, or deluxe sponsor. We have exclusive benefits for our members, free eBooks, and even a College Scoops care package. Laura Fortner is the founder and CEO of Higher Edge, a career accelerator for high school and college students. After earning a BA in East Asian Studies from Princeton University and an MBA from Harvard Business School, Laura Fortner has held several executive positions, gaining leadership experience in TV and social media. Laura founded Higher Edge in order to help students discover and launch their careers. As a parent, college interviewer, and employer, Laura is privy to the difficulties young people encounter when entering the professional sphere. By participating in Higher Edge internships, students get access to executives, companies, and project opportunities, equipping them with the professional communication skills and exposure necessary for future success. Welcome to the College Scoops podcast, Laura. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Maya. We connected through a mutual friend, and then you introduced me to another colleague, Emily Weiss, and several of our interns. So I am forever grateful to you for all the great help that you have given and support you have given to College Scoops in the past. Then you were also kind enough to help me as I was working with a fellow Columbia Business School alum to establish a CBS New Jersey chapter, and you were sharing your insights and advice based on the Harvard Business School chapter you are involved with. So many thanks for all the collaboration efforts that we've had to date. Thank you. We invited you today because you are the founder of Higher Edge, a career accelerator program, and we would love to learn more about you, Higher Edge, and how you started your business. So can you share a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, well, since this is College Scoops, I'll rewind quickly to the college days and run you through the, the five-minute drive-by or less. Um, so I went to college here in New Jersey. Um, back in the day, I entered Princeton as a French major and four years later came out an East Asian Studies major. Uh, it was really my affinity for languages that brought me there, totally captivated by my Mandarin and Japanese classes. And it turns out those classes have been very useful to me over the course of my career, for sure. After that, as you mentioned, I went to Harvard Business School, uh, got my MBA there. And that was really the 
the launch pad for my career in media and entertainment, which is where I'd spent the better part of the last 25 years or so. My very first role out of business school was with MTV Networks. I got to work with Nickelodeon, the children's channel there. I was hired to figure out their Asia Pacific strategy. They were just thinking about launching channels in new markets, had been in the UK and some English speaking places, but didn't have anybody who knew about that part of the world. By far my most challenging interview ever. I actually had to interview in Mandarin for it. I remember the night before feverishly looking up all sorts of vocabulary that was never covered in class. And things like advertising and TV channels and antennas and the satellite uplinks and that sort of stuff. But it all was well worth it. It all panned out looking back on it now. So great experience there. And then moved on to, was hired by Time Warner to be part of their Turner Broadcasting International Group. I worked with Cartoon Network and the CNN networks around the world. And then like many people got the dot-com boom craze uh, around 2000 and started to be part of the CNN digital business group there too. So got to work with CNN.com and uh, CNNmoney.com in the personal finance and business news space. Spent about 10 years there launching new businesses. That's one of the things I love most and part of my entrepreneurial DNA, I suppose. And then wanted to be part of a more entrepreneurial culture. I, from there, jumped into my first venture-backed startup in New York, a company that was to become Cafe Mom, one of the largest online community of moms nationwide in its time in the mid-2000s or so when not every mom in the world was on Facebook several times a day sharing everything. We were more early pioneers in that space. And most recently, I've been part of a company called Whistle Sports, now called Team Whistle, a digital sports platform really focused on the Gen Z sports fan, athletes and social influencers, what they're doing on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, really all the places that today's young people are consuming video. So it was really through all of those experiences as an employer and a manager, I really had a front row seat seeing all the ways that you know young people were coming into their internships and first jobs after graduation. And, and over time, I could see the ways that they were coming in completely prepared and a lot of the areas where you know they really were lacking in skills and exposure just because they hadn't had as much work experience. And if you look nationwide in trend lines, you know, students today have less work experience than you know their peers even you know, 10 or 20 years ago. It's just less and less students working as part of their, their high school and pre-college experience. Seeing those trends, what I was seeing as an employer, as well as some things I saw as a college interviewer in my community, I, I interview for Princeton, get to talk to a lot of amazing young people about all the ways they're spending their time. We're seeing a lot of focus, of course, on academics and extracurriculars and test prep, but really not seeing very much focus on the career side or the work experience and how this will all culminate in something post-college. It was all about getting into college. So with that, I saw a need for a service that would really help students and families on the career development side. And you know, starting as young as high school, because really it's it's never too early to start thinking about these, these topics. So started Higher Edge about two years ago. Our focus is really helping students get skills, connections, and real-world experience to launch their careers. You have such a breadth of experience and an extensive network. Is that your starting point to how you created the business model for higher edge, reaching out to colleagues, founders, and experts to ask them how they could sponsor and help students get valuable work experience? Absolutely. And from the very beginning, I have had a wonderful core of advisors who come from a variety of different functions, a variety of different industries. I've also been a great sounding board from the very early phases of jotting things down on some PowerPoint slides to the state of operations that we're in today. So all of those relationships and my experience in the industry certainly was the foundation for the first few programs that we've run and we've broadened that 
that sense. You know, our internships are a little bit different than what people might think of as a classic internship. And we're not a a placement agency. We don't find a, a student a job and put them together and say, good luck. You know, we're actually inventing opportunities. And that that's really the unique aspect of what we do. So we're creating brand new virtual internship opportunities in partnership with client companies. Um, and these are expressly designed as professional learning experiences for students and appropriate for students as young as high school through current college age and without the expectation of a lot of pre-knowledge or prerequisites of having done marketing or, or any particular area before. Um, so, you know, in the very beginning, our main focuses were those that were very closely tied to my media and entertainment background. So things in media, sports, business, video games were some of our first programs that we ran. A virtual internship, so as the virtual might indicate, a 100% remote experience, a little bit shorter than your classic internship, so not an eight to 10 week experience, more four to six weeks. Uh, it really is all about having a real project for a real company. So students are definitely engaging with an outside organization in that way and working with a higher edge advisor, uh, which adds a personal coaching layer that makes the project and the work opportunity feasible for a student, given where they are in terms of their prior experience and knowledge. One of the things that I like about the initial industries that we have been part of is that students are often coming in with this passion point and already eager to learn about ways they can expand on that. So, you know, for instance, you know, I've had students like that light bulb goes off like, wait a minute, you can help me figure out how to, I can make money playing video games, you know, or, you know, I can make videos for a living. And they're just delighted to understand that there's this whole professional world out there that, you know, given what they had been doing on TikTok, they didn't realize that there were industries built around these and they were actually developing skills that could be very relevant for the future. So that's been super rewarding to help them discover those paths. Let's take the video games as an example. As students interested in the design or development aspects of video games, you offer a four to six week program and you align them with the sponsor. Is this a summer program? How many hours are involved? And you mentioned it's project-based. So it is a clearly defined program with deliverables and an outline of opportunities for a student to learn about a certain aspect of the video game market. So a good example, a recent one in the video game space that we did with a wonderful partner of ours called Tappinator. So they are an independent game developer based in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, They focus on social mobile games, a lot of card-based like video poker type of games, part of their wheelhouse. So Tappinator had a new game that they were bringing to the marketplace they were interested in having students help them test the game. So if you can imagine, you've got a core group of developers on their team that's been heads down working on this for months. You know, the idea of bringing in a fresh set of eyes and also students who are very familiar with games and how they expect them to work and very good with their phones could be a great match. So there's really a win-win there. The company was looking for that feedback from the students and the students got the chance to look at a game pre-release, which is an amazing experience for them. But not, it wasn't just here, go take a look. Uh, you know, Higher Edge developed a very structured testing project, um, both with Tappinator and their head of development that we felt could be well approached by the students in an independent way. So, you know, for instance, they we showed them how to use Apple Test Flight, which was a special test platform where they could download the app ahead of time before it's in the app store. And we had a special online survey where the students were filling out answers to Google form questions. Like, so, you know, tell us, was this 
particular point clear or what happened when you did this maneuver? Did you discover any bugs? Describe what you had happen there. So the students were understanding they weren't going to just randomly text some comments like, hey, it was awesome, thanks, or you know, this is really boring. You know, we really had this whole approach of trying to pull out the right kind of feedback for what a development team would need in a game development process and how they could be feeding into that. So with that, at the end of the, the project, we then presented the students' ideas and recommendations, got to have a, a live dialogue with the development team and head of development and understand, oh, they, they really appreciated the feedback on this point. They had really been challenged by that particular reward because this is why it's so hard from a coding perspective or what are some of the complications from the operational side. So that's all part of the, the 360 learning experience that came with that particular project. Is the student working with a higher edge mentor on all aspects of the project and then deliverable and presentation to the development team? Absolutely. There's a higher edge advisor with every project that starts even before the students are invited in. So each advisor, um, and oftentimes that is myself, is working directly with the client company in the example I just mentioned with Tappanator. And we're identifying what could be an amazing student learning opportunity that's also relevant for the company right now. We're not looking for last year's project work or busy work, something that's timely and interesting. So we lay all that foundation before the students come in. And in fact, to level set the expectations, I actually pre-write the resume entry that we're aiming for because it's important that the students understand the experience that they're looking to earn and that the company, the client company we're working with, is also on board with shaping that experience with us. So that's a big focusing mechanism that happens before the students come in. So when a student joins an internship, they have a very clear sense and an expectation of what will happen over the next four to six weeks and what they'll be getting out of it. It's a win-win for both the student and companies. Taking the video game example again, I mean, whoever knew you could make money by playing video games. You have an avid user of a technology testing out a new game or product to provide relevant and timely feedback is critical for any new product release. You do know you're going to get a lot of people calling after hearing this and wondering how they too can be a part of a video game accelerator program. For students to have this type of experience, though, an opportunity to further their skill sets, increase their knowledge of the industry, and have the access to a network of industry experts is so exciting and rewarding for, for students. Right. You know, I should mention, too, that these... Well, there is a very one-to-one -one relationship between the student and the internship and the higher edge advisor. We often do have more than one intern completing an, an opportunity in parallel. So for instance, the Tappanator opportunity, we had eight concurrent students going through that internship. We do what I'm, you know, this is probably a little business school, the hub and spoke model, where we've got students that are working individually, but at no point are the students in the course of their internship experience with us required to collaborate with other interns. So in terms of thinking about the logistics of managing a virtual learning experience well. You know, just a little too much logistical and other complications. Students who haven't met each other before, don't know each other, often in different time zones, sometimes different countries, you know, having to do collaborative work outside is, is a little bit beyond scope for us. So we make sure that every project that we put together, students have their own discrete deliverables and pieces that they're able to complete in the time allotted, and all are working with the same client and with a higher edge advisor which is not necessarily needing to be um, working in those teams that they organize on their own. So who are the students that Higher Edge works with and how and when do they contact you? It really runs the gamut. And, you know, we do work with every level of high school. So students who are going into freshman year is usually the youngest. 
level, um, as well as current college all the way through college as well. For instance, that game development project, we had students as young as ninth grade, as well as college juniors, both contributing in pretty meaningful ways. Given that a lot of the students at any level have not had private prior experience and we're really helping shape that experience with them, it is appropriate for a variety of age levels. Um, and in some cases, it's amazing, the video game side of things, you have some incredible ninth and 10th graders who have an amazing <laughs> command of what's happening in the video game industry and are even more in touch in some cases than some of the college students. So it's really a, a case by case thing. Overall, I looked at all of the students that we've worked with. We tend to see a few core areas where we've got more interest. You know, I'd say the upperclassmen in high school in particular, we have students who are you know, just finished sophomore year, heading into junior year, heading into senior year. You know, often this might be part of developing their experience base for college applications. So that might be a part of the goal. We're helping them think about what type of careers and paths am I interested in as I think about what types of majors I'm applying for, even the types of schools that might be of interest. And on the college side, the unfortunate reality is a lot of employers aren't necessarily open to hiring students younger than junior year. So we have a lot of underclassmen, students heading into freshman year, heading into sophomore year, even heading into junior year, where the marketplace is not as inviting for them. So we're able to provide some of that earlier professional experience that will really stand out on their resumes when they are applying, even in a more broad fashion, after their junior year. Helping students transfer their skill sets, interests, and hobbies to a resume in order for them to pursue an internship or research opportunity in their field is challenging. Higher Edge helps students with this from a resume perspective, finding practical work experiences. As you mentioned, typically these types of internships and work experiences were only available to college students in their junior year, but Higher Edge is Accelerator program has created a model accessible to high school students as well with meaningful and productive learning experiences and defined expectations and deliverables to make it truly an impactful experience for both students and companies. It happens in business all the time. In my career in business development, there are many ideas that ultimately never got developed or never got funded. That's all part of, of the process too. Your approach is twofold, finding the companies willing to engage and benefit from this model and approach and students interested in taking advantage of this learning experience. Students go through the Higher Edge Accelerator program. Do you help them after transfer this experience, rich experience that they've had to the college application and resume? We definitely want to take that context into consideration from the very beginning. So when we have a student who discovers higher edge, whether they've been referred in or they've come across our website or social media, we have an internship application. Uh, it's, it's free, it's five minutes to fill out, but it gives us a little bit of context. Where are you in terms of your, your education? Are you that junior in high school thinking about college? Are you that you know, sophomore in college thinking about you know, post-college career goals? As well as what are, do you have any sense in terms of industry inclinations or functional inclinations, that's all helpful to know. And we get that in a written form, five minutes online survey. From there, we to do an intake call. Ideally, that involves a parent and a student both. So I, it's a bit of getting to know more about the family and the student and, and what are their goals for the internship experience. You know, in some cases, they are, you know, have very specific things they're looking to get out of it. And we want to make sure that we're finding the right match for those particular outcomes that they're looking for. So that's all part of getting to know your, your student clients and family clients 
ahead of time. In the video game example, you know, I, I've certainly had a, a number of students in, in that particular category. Um, and oftentimes this is a newer industry for the parents where you don't have a mom or a dad that's worked in that industry or knows much about it other than, oh, my kids are on the Xbox X hours a day in Fortnite. And what, what is this esports thing? You know, that there's a whole vocabulary to this ecosystem that they may not be familiar with. So that's where we're really bringing a lot of additional expertise to the table. For instance, we've worked with students who are interested in computer science and applying to computer science programs. You know, within computer science programs, there are often video game development paths. And within video game development paths, there are more artistic and design-driven pathways or the more technical coding software development-driven pathways. Um, so those are some of the things that we might help if it's a student in the earlier points of high school. Uh, let's get you in you know, the Tapinator example, see what the development side looks like. Is that something you're interested in thinking about features and working with product development and with the coding team? Uh, or you know, are you more interested in the advertising and marketing side? We had a, another type of internship working with Twitch, the online streaming platform, the game mecca of the world, owned by Amazon. Many of the professional gamers and personalities on there streaming their live gameplay for all to watch and be part of that experience. We've worked with them in the past, and some of the programs there have been supporting Twitch in the ways that Twitch makes money as a media company. They make money selling advertising. So students have been involved in coming up with campaign ideas for their advertisers that would resonate well with them as the ultimate audience. What would convince them to buy that new Nerf blaster if their favorite social influencer, gamer, streamer did something with that as part of their channel on Twitch. So that would show a totally different perspective and maybe a student interested in video games would say, oh, actually advertising and marketing is totally my jam. This is where I would rather be versus the coding piece. So a lot of latitude to help refine students' interests once we, we get a sense of where they want to go. A student working with a higher edge mentor on all aspects of the project and then deliverable and presentation to the development team? Absolutely. There's a higher edge advisor with every project that starts even before the students are invited in. So, higher edge advisor, um, and oftentimes that is myself, is working directly with the client company in the example I just mentioned with Tapinator. And we're identifying what could be an amazing student learning opportunity that's also relevant for the company right now. We're not looking for last year's project work or busy work, something that's timely and interesting. So we lay all that foundation before the students come in. And in fact, to level set the expectations, I actually pre-write the resume entry that we're aiming for, because it's important that the students understand the experience that they're looking to earn, and that the company, the client company we're working with, is also on board with shaping that experience with us. So that's a big focusing mechanism that happens before the students come in. So when a student joins an internship, they have a very clear sense and an expectation of what will happen over the next four to six weeks and what they'll be getting out of it. It's a win-win for both the student and companies. Taking the video game example again, I mean, whoever knew you could make money by playing video games. You have an avid user of a technology testing out a new game or product to provide relevant and timely feedback is critical for any new product release. You do know you're going to get a lot of people calling after hearing this and wondering how they too can be a part of a video game accelerator program. For students to have this type of experience, though, an opportunity to further their skill sets, increase their knowledge of the industry, and have the access to a network of industry experts is so exciting and rewarding for, for students. Right. You know, I should mention, too, that these 
Well, there is a very one-to-one -one relationship between the student and the internship and the higher edge advisor. We often do have more than one intern completing an, an opportunity in parallel. So for instance, the Tappanator opportunity, we had eight concurrent students going through that internship. Um, but we do what I'm, you know, this is probably a little business school, the hub and spoke model, where we've got students that are working individually, but at no point are the students in the course of their internship experience with us required to collaborate with other interns. So in terms of thinking about the logistics of managing a virtual learning experience well, you know, just a little too much logistical and other complications. Students who haven't met each other before, don't know each other, often in different time zones, sometimes different countries, you know, having to do collaborative work outside is, is a little bit beyond scope for us. So we make sure that every project that we put together, students have their own discrete deliverables and pieces that they're able to complete in the time allotted and all are working with the same client and with a higher edge advisor, but just not necessarily needing to be um, working in those teams that they organize on their own. So who are the students that higher edge works with and how and when do they contact you? It really runs the gamut and you know we do work with every level of high school so those who are going into freshman year is usually the youngest level um, as well as current college all the way through college as well for instance that game development project we had students as young as ninth grade as well as college juniors both contributing in pretty meaningful ways given that a lot of the students at any level have not had private prior experience and we're really helping shape that experience with them it is appropriate for a variety of age levels here in cases, it's amazing. The video game side of things, you have some incredible ninth and 10th graders who have an amazing <laughs> command of what's happening in the video game industry and are even more in touch in some cases than some of the college students. So it's really a, a case by case thing. Overall, I looked at all of the students that we've worked with. We tend to see a few core areas where we've got more interest. You know, I'd say the upperclassmen in high school in particular, we have students who are, you know, just finished sophomore year, heading into junior year, heading into senior year. You know, often this might be part of developing their experience base for college applications. So that might be a part of the goal or helping them think about what type of careers and paths am I interested in as I think about what types of majors I'm applying for, even the types of schools that might be of interest. And on the college side, the unfortunate reality is a lot of employers aren't necessarily open to hiring students younger than junior year. So we have a lot of underclassmen, students heading into freshman year, heading into sophomore year, and heading into junior year where the marketplace is not as inviting for them. So we're able to provide some of that earlier professional experience that will really stand out on their resumes when they are applying even in a more broad fashion after their junior year. Helping students transfer their skill sets, interests, and hobbies to a resume in order for them to pursue an internship or research opportunity in their field is challenging. Higher Edge helps students with this from a resume perspective, finding practical work experiences. As you mentioned, typically these types of internships and work experiences were only available to college students in their junior year, but Higher Edge is Accelerator program has created a model accessible to high school students as well with meaningful and productive learning experiences and defined expectations and deliverables to make it truly an impactful experience for both students and companies. It happens in business all the time. In my career in business development, there are many ideas that ultimately never got developed or never got funded. That's all part of, of the process too. Your approach is twofold, finding the companies willing to engage and benefit from this model and approach and students interested in taking advantage of this learning experience. Students go through the Higher Edge Accelerator program. Do you help them after transfer this experience, rich experience that they've had to the college application and resume? 
We definitely want to take that context into consideration from the very beginning. So when we have a student who discovers higher ed, whether they've been referred in or they've come across our website or social media, we have an internship application. Uh, it's it's free, it's five minutes to fill out, but it gives us a little bit of context. Where are you in terms of your, your education? Are you that junior in high school thinking about college? Are you that you know, sophomore in college thinking about you know post-college career goals? As well as what are, do you have any sense in terms of industry inclinations or functional inclinations? That's all helpful to know. And we get that in a written form, five minutes online survey. From there, we like to do an intake call. Ideally, that involves a parent and a student both. So I, it's a bit of getting to know more about the family and the student and, and what are their goals for the internship experience. You know, in some cases, they are, you know, have very specific things they're looking to get out of it. And we want to make sure that we're finding the right match for those particular outcomes that they're looking for. So that's all part of getting to know your, your student clients and family clients ahead of time. In the video game example, you know, I, I've certainly had a, a number of students in, in that particular category. Um, and oftentimes this is a newer industry for the parents where you don't have a mom or a dad that's worked in that industry or knows much about it other than, oh, my kids are on the Xbox X hours a day playing <laughs> Fortnite. What, what is this esports thing? You know, that there's a whole vocabulary to this ecosystem that they may not be familiar with. So that's where we're really bringing a lot of additional expertise to the table. For instance, we've worked with students who are interested in computer science and applying to computer science programs. And within computer science programs, there are often video game development paths. And within video game development paths, there are more artistic and design-driven pathways or the more technical coding software development-driven pathways. Um, so those are some of the things that we might help if it's a student in the earlier points of high school. Uh, let's get you in you know, the Tapinator example, see what the development side looks like. If you're interested in thinking about features and working with product development and with the coding team, uh, or you know, are you more interested in the advertising and marketing side? We had a, another type of internship working with Twitch, the online streaming platform, the game mecca of the world, owned by Amazon. Many of the professional gamers and personalities on there streaming their live gameplay for all to watch and be part of that experience. We've worked with them in the past, and some of the programs there have been supporting Twitch in the ways that Twitch makes money as a media company. They make money selling advertising. So students have been involved in coming up with campaign ideas for their advertisers that would resonate well with them as the ultimate audience. What would convince them to buy that new Nerf blaster if their favorite social influencer, gamer, streamer did something with that as part of their channel on Twitch. So that would show a totally different perspective and maybe a student interested in video games would say, oh, actually advertising and marketing is totally my jam. This is where I would rather be versus the coding piece. So a lot of latitude to help refine students' interests once we, we get a sense of where they want to be. Do many students keep coming back for additional experiences? For instance, once they've done the video game design program, now they want to learn a different aspect of the business, maybe the marketing side or the development side. I've been delighted with the repeat rate. I'm on their second and third and possibly fourth soon. Um, so that they, I have seen quite a few come back for more, which is, is super rewarding for me to know that they've had such a positive experience that they're looking to, to have it again. Can you share some other examples, maybe a sports management opportunity that's come along or any other experiences and programs that you've run? 
I'll give you an example. Um, last summer, I had a, a program around a brand new sports league that was just launching called the Fan Controlled Football League. So imagine a combination of traditional football, so real players on a real field, but has that technical overlay, a little bit of esports, like a little bit of your Madden game in there too. So as the name might indicate, fan controlled. This is all crowdsourced real-time information from the fans who should coach put in next? What play should they run? All part of the experience. So it's almost like the audience at home are really in the action in a very different way. So that was the model. Uh, at the time we were working with them, they're, they were in their pre-launch mode. And we had the great um, benefit of working with their chief marketing officer, Jen Rottenberg, who's a dear friend of mine from both Princeton and, and Harvard. Uh, you know, she was charged with thinking about you know, what sponsorship categories should they be going into? You know, traditional sports leagues, you might have your official car of the NFL or your official hotel provider, those sorts of things. So in that case, we were dealing with mostly college students, helping think about those core categories. So she gave us a few that she wanted to know more about. Travel was one, auto was another, and students got to do really in-depth market research to understand what's happening in the world of sports marketing and sports advertising in the auto category. Who is the NBA, NFL, NHL auto partner? What types of things are they doing? A little bit of competitive research there where they're looking at pro leagues and what's going on in the sponsorship space. And then they got the creative piece of it too. So what would be a really creative way to bring in Lyft or Uber to be a particularly new partner for a really cutting edge app-driven league like the FCFL? So that's an example of one where we were dealing in the sports business space, dealt largely with college students for now. Laura, can you share another example of a program that you've run? Definitely. Well, we certainly have always had really strong interest from students in being interested in sports and sports business. I, you know, in the past, we've had the benefit of being able to work with a single client, and usually a sports league. But in today's world in 2020, so many of the sports just not only not hiring or laying off staff, just not operating at all. So you're not seeing NHL games or NBA games or any of the things you would see in a normal year. Um, so we had to really get creative on how we could deliver a great student learning experience around sports business that would still also deliver that industry connection that's really important. So we put together a really unique project, a super timely project, where the students involved were actually looking at how the pro leagues, the major four, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB are dealing with COVID-19, particularly how do they engage their fans in this time of huge pause across every league? So, you know, what are they doing with their social media? Are they doing other types of initiatives? So with that, we had more of a, a project around that. And then we had a panel of advisors, which was tremendous. So rather than only getting exposure to one particular company, we had the head of sports from Instagram, Dave Sethi, who's been on my board from the beginning. We had Todd Myers, from e who's worked at ESPN for over 16 years, both in their Bristol, Connecticut headquarters, as well as the wide world of sports facility in Orlando, Florida, which is like the hub of the NBA bubble as we know it now. And we had two other advisors in the mix too. So students were getting to hear, we had one-on-ones with those advisors along the way, as well as in the final presentation piece. Like we felt like we were truly courtside and like what's going on with these sports? What's happening with the fans? What are media companies doing when they have all these hours to fill with no game? A very timely business challenge. So we had to get creative and come up with a bit of a different approach this year. But I think across the board so far, the reviews from both the students and the advisors felt like it was a very worthwhile endeavor. Oh my gosh, Laura, do you ever get questions from parents if they can be chaperones at these presentations? This panel sounds absolutely incredible. The fact that you were able to pull together these industry experts across different companies and a time when everyone was craving sports. 
um, is really very exciting and must have been extremely rewarding and exciting for the students themselves. I've actually had parents sitting in on our final video presentations on the other side of the screen, unbeknownst to me until after. So I said it as a joke in terms of being a parent chaperone, but what a cool experience you created. And you might have to think about creating an adult accelerator program for people re-entering the workforce or just changing careers. It's a, a big motivator for me knowing that we're able to deliver programs that are really still able to expose students despite all the challenges that are happening out there in today's marketplace. I was going to ask which program did you enjoy the most, but each one you've mentioned on our program has been more interesting than the last. So kudos to you and your team for being so creative, innovative, and inspiring, especially given the time and environment we're in and giving students, high school and college, both an opportunity to explore their interests and hobbies and take it to the next level to get real life experience working with companies and having an impactful meaningful internship opportunity. Enjoy all of them in different degree, different students. So, you know, every one of them is a, a timely problem and you know, issue that we're working on for the companies. And to feel like you're delivering something that, that's helpful to them it is always super. Rewarding. Do you work at all with colleges directly with their entrepreneurial programs or their career development centers? Most of our success has been working directly with the students and their families. Some degrees we've dealt with parent groups from particular universities. I know I've done some programs with some universities in Massachusetts along those lines. And in some cases, we have worked with the career development departments as well. You know, as programs come up, we certainly send information out to those departments. And wherever possible, we're, we're always happy to welcome their students if they're willing to help promote our programs. The same holds true for high schools. Do you reach out and connect with college counselors or dean of students to educate them on the opportunities available for students with higher edge? We feel really fortunate. We actually had been doing this virtual internship thing long before COVID-19 hit. So we're part of our experience base since we started in 2018. You know, the main difference, you know, in the earlier internships, we would often do a final field trip where our final deliverable would be, we'd actually go to the Twitch offices and we'd be in their big conference room and we get to throw up the slides and the students would get to stand in front of them. And, and then we get some really lovely time to get to walk the halls and meet with some other people. And, you know, so that certainly added to part of the experience too. Um, but up until that final point, the rest of the experience had already been a well-honed virtual experience for the students. So we were very, um, we had already done client virtual meetings. We did a kickoff call with them, a midpoint status call. They had been doing weekly check-ins with their higher edge advisor. So these students were also remarkably prepared for the virtual learning environments we all found ourselves in on the school front as well as the work front you know, as of March of this year too. So in terms of just skills, skill development overall, you know, being able to work remotely now is more important than ever. So, Absolutely. Since you were already operating in a virtual environment and model, you were ahead of the game last spring when everyone else was scrambling to move their programs and internships online. There was no negative impact to higher edge or your students. Sorry, the field trip didn't work out, but you know, we think that you know, being able to present your final deliverable video conference is what everybody is doing right now. So you should be able to do that well, too. If you had a couple of tips, Laura, that you would give to high school students now, what would it be if they're interested in video gaming, sports entertainment, product development? What advice do you have for them? 
Sure. Um, I also wanted to mention that while we started out in, in in media, sports business, video games, we have also broadened out those offerings considerably over the last few months, particularly in a COVID-19 environment, student demand more, you know, higher than ever before. We really wanted to make every effort to save students springs and summers wherever possible. So we've expanded into a couple of different categories that I wanted to mention as well. You know, we're wrapping up now just next week our first financial services project where students are looking at the world of social impact investing or ESG investing, which is pretty hot right now as a topic. We've launched new e-commerce programs with companies, students getting to know more about the ins and outs of those types of businesses. Nonprofits have been a remarkably interesting area for us too. I, I had done a lot of nonprofit consulting with Harvard Business School and worked with some in different categories before. So this has been particularly satisfying for me to get to pull in that framework and introduce some students to the business sides of nonprofits. One that we just finished working with is in, in the animal welfare side of things too. So if students are passionate about that area, there's a project for them. And then one that we also have wrapping up next week is our renewable energy one where we're working with a solar developer out of Pennsylvania and learning, you know, how do you figure out your client base and, and what does it take to be a, a really attractive state level market in the, the solar marketplace. So a lot of different new opportunities coming up. There are a lot of different things that, that high schoolers can do. A virtual internship is a great way to figure something out. You know, there are other, other possibilities as well. The opportunity to shadow an executive or be part of a company experience, even if it's for a day, you know, there are those take your children to work days. If you have the chance to go with a parent or a family friend and see a workplace in action, I, I think that can be a tremendous exposure just to get a feel for what the culture is like, the pace, how people are spending their time. Is it an environment that you feel comfortable in? So certainly any opportunity to do a visit or a shadow opportunity. Always terrific. Well, as a fellow entrepreneur, I always say to my kids, if you ever want any experience in content creation or digital marketing, web development or design, product launches, you can don't have to look far. Come to College Scoops and intern with us. There's a lot out there, a dynamic environment with many startups and businesses who are ready and willing to take interns on. If students are listening, go to Higher Edge's website and click on the internship role. If parents are listening, reach out to Higher Edge to partner and sponsor students for internships. Laura, what do you wish you knew before you attended college? I was very academically driven. I mean, I had academics and extracurriculars um, as part of my high school experience. But I think in looking back on it, I probably overemphasized the classes and the grades part of it. And then I think going back, if I think about what really matters, you know, 25, 30 something years, I'd say it's really more about the relationships. So maybe also focusing as much, if not even more, on not only the relationships with the students, but also with the faculty who could have been a maybe an even bigger resource for me. I, I realize now I had a very limited interaction with a lot of my professors. It was often really just in the context of a lecture or a, you know, a breakout precept. I was not the student to swing by office hours and hang out and chat. And, and maybe I would have gotten even more enriching perspectives had I done more on that relationship development side. Laura, that's the exact same advice I give my kids is that I did not do that well either on that front. And Emily also mentioned that the other day. So now I know why the three of us get along so well. Life would have been so much easier if I had had the confidence and courage to ask the questions and taking the time to establish those relationships. It's so easy to do, yet so many people don't take advantage of it. And in hindsight, uh, I too wish I had. 
Laura, you know I'm a foodie, so my favorite question is, do you have a favorite dessert place or food place on a college campus? I know you have one son in college and one on the way, so any thoughts on that front? Thinking about uh, dessert places, I'm, I'm going to go back to my Princeton roots. So, you know, both while in college and then I go back for reunions as much as possible. I will have to give a shout out to Thomas Sweet Ice Cream on Nassau Street. So that has been a big part of my experience there. I remember many late nights with friends while there. Um, I think at the time we were probably going to the Palmer Square location, which is still there today. I think it's more chocolate focused, which I don't mind, but uh, is not the ice cream shop that it used to be. Um, now, if you go all the way down Nassau Street to 83 Nassau Street, they're still doing the ice cream and the blend-ins is really the, the claim to fame there. So they'll mix in your favorite toppings into the mix. So Thomas Sweets is my place. So maybe our next meeting should be in person in your old hood, which is not too far from where we are. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Really enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Laura. Many thanks to Laura for joining me today. I really enjoyed our conversation and all the helpful information and tips Laura shared with us. Do you have a student who's a coder, interested in sports management, or loves video games? Laura and her team have created opportunities to match students with employers to gain valuable and real-life experiences. You can find all of our show notes and links to the helpful resources mentioned throughout our conversation on our website at collegescoops.com podcast. You can learn more about Laura on her website at Higher Edge or on LinkedIn, on Facebook at Higher Edge USA, on Twitter at Higher underscore Edge, and at Instagram at Higher Edge US. Please take a couple of minutes to rate, review, and subscribe to College Scoops. Thank you for listening to our College Scoops podcast. Our entire College Scoops team strives to make the college journey a little bit easier, less stressful, fun, and tasty by sharing all the inside scoops we have curated along the way. We would love to hear from you about topics to cover and your ideas on everything college-related. Reach out to us at collegescoops.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.